Welcome back, everybody, to another X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. And my, what a week it has been. It's always a good week when you get to play games, when you get to sit down with your friends, your brohemes and brosives, and just enjoy gaming. Now, you guys got to sit down, well, I guess before we start uh, Minecraft, we have a server. And actually, that's what I was going to say anyways. I don't know why I'm talking in circles here. Ah. Minecraft. We have our own server. How do you find the Minecraft server, Jordan? We uh, have a realm. S- yep, so just go to our Discord uh, under the forms tab. It's called X1 Bros Official Minecraft Server. All the way at the very top just gives you instructions on how to join. So you don't need to send invites or friend people anymore. There's basically a code that you type in and you're able to join. Yep. And once you join once, you're joined always everywhere across the entire uh, Minecraft spectrum spectrum of wherever you're at. That's Nintendo cool. cross play. Yeah, everywhere. that's a huge improvement. Yeah, it's about that the only to, one they've done. That used to <laughs> so not be the yeah, case. Yeah, I know. Cool. I saw some text going back and forth this week, and we talked a little bit about it last week. The realms is not the best system. No, it's not, and it's still not after a week. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty pretty stupid. So, so last week I was complaining about like about how you pay for a service and have virtually no customization over that server when basically it's i don't know i don't know other server so there's two ways you can do a server you can create a home server like at your house with a computer or whatever and have your friends log in you guys play by your own rules we've done that in the past it works fine there is some frustration with that because it's you having to take care of everything and you have to leave a computer on yeah yeah and then there's third party websites that do it for you uh, mm-hmm. which basically took the frustration of ha- always having to have a server online, having to deal with the hardware side of it. Basically, you pay a X amount of dollars to a third-party website. They host a server for you, and they give you customization of that server, and you go from there. Minecraft does that, uh, but theirs is just terrible. <laughs> So, and I don't mean this in any bad way. I, I want this. I want the well, people ha- over well, at Mojang. Happened? What happened? Is, well, so originally what happened is you basically have no customization over your server. And the way you do can customize your server, it's not just like you go in and say, hey, we want health or for an example, we want, you know, no monsters. Like you can't just do that. You have to go through a huge roundabout way to make any changes and, and do whatever you want. And I'm just using that as an example. We don't want no health to our monsters. But just to make basic changes is a nightmare. Yeah. And just toggle switch. And what's funny is they have toggle switches. They just don't do anything. They never. It's like it's like the system never reads them. Yeah. And it never saves. And the only way to save it is to save, create the world, save it, and then back it up and re-upload. It's just, it's a, it's a mess, right? And then this week, on top of that, so we finally got all that sorted out, the server on the settings the way we want it, right? So we, we worked through that nightmare. And then this week, Minecraft came out with an update. You're like, oh, great. I'll go update the server. Stuff's going to be fixed. No, Jordan, you can't update the server. It's all on their end. So what you have to do is you have to log in, update your client, which is fine, and then log into the server as the owner, and then the server will be like, oh, the owner has an updated client. Let me update the server. And then you get a big message that says, (laughs) okay, we know you're updated. Come back in 48 hours. And you're like... That's like propagate? You're like, what? Like, it's just... Yeah. A simple, let me give you a simple solution. And people are going to like, your, your mind's going to be blown if you've never created or, or used other third-party hosting software before. Generally, in the real world, they give you a button 
that says update to latest patch. <laughs> like and, on another And server. you choose when you want to do that. So let's say Minecraft servers are getting hammered or whatever, right? Yeah. Ah, we don't want to update today. We're fine with the old patch. We'll update this weekend when no one's on. Or we'll update at, a, I mean, other server hosting websites give you actually specific times you can update. You can schedule it. Yeah. Hey, how about that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, Minecraft doesn't allow you to do that. So the server was randomly down here and there throughout the week we can't control it so it's, yeah, it's, it must it's very so, it's, it must be something there must be a reason that they they have that and i bet you it's because they have so many different versions of minecraft i bet you it's just old, so it's old. that's why that one button would solve everything because i would well, but choose different, what version i'd want to play yeah but i'm sure on i'm sure it's something on their side and they might be trying to merge everything i don't know third party websites seem to do it just fine for you know and they don't have billions of dollars yeah you know yeah that's 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 the whole thing about this that's the argument is if you have a billion dollars there shouldn't be problems (laughs) (laughs) when everybody else Yeah, but don't you think there's probably something because how many there's what java version bedrock version the xbox version it's all bedrock there's a mobile version bedrock now it's all bedrock it's bedrock or java there's two versions sure yeah and java is the old the old version right i agree with you but why can third-party website hosting websites do it but the actual developer now, cannot. If you, if you were on PC, could you do it on a third-party website? Um, so we have my brother-in-law's on PC. He said the first day it started happening, it was weird. But day two, he was able to get in, whereas everybody else on console was not able to get in. Okay, so maybe just, that's the issue. It was like, being weird. How it? It was being weird. Up console, but it's just PC. it's it's just what's the, the frustrating part to me is it's not that it sucks, right? It's that I pay for it to suck when <laughs> other websites do it so much better for the same price. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I should, I'm, I'm, everything's fine. Everything's good. It's, it's easy. It's easier through the realm system, but I was almost thinking like, guys, we should just go do one of the other third party websites that, and have them host the server for us. Cause it'll just be, Jordan, we'll have more control. Join your charitable man. Yeah. Jordan gives Jordan gives 50% no, of his just, money, all of his income to charity. Yeah. Except when she's not working, he gives it to destiny. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, if Mojang hears this podcast, I've been having a ton of fun and a lot of people have been having a ton of fun in the realm. I've just got a chicken farm. It's been fantastic. Yeah. And relaxing. Chickety farm. Yeah. But at least assign like one or two guys to the server <laughs> department. To the realm the- and just and just have them revamp it. Just just make it make this robust system that that players can use. I mean, people will pay. It's only seven bucks, so it's not like it's super expensive, right? People will pay to have that custom custom experience. That custom experience. The one thing I had to laugh at though is I was reading some forums because I, I basically typed into Google, "Does Minecraft Realms have an update server button?" Right, mm-hmm. and that they don't. Right, but I, I spoiler alert. Yeah, they don't. I found a form that was basically saying, "Oh, they update it from their end to," and this is not the actual developer Mojang. This is just like random people in forms talking. They were saying one reason they might update it on their end is to like if someone were to find an exploit, they can patch everything. And I was like, "Yeah, but it doesn't matter when you have your own server because the point of your own server is to do what you want." Yeah. And that's your exactly. server doesn't hurt everybody else's server. Yeah, that's you, why you, you know have I mean? your own. Yeah, that's why you have your own. Like it's 
the point of having your own server is to be able to do all these features, which it just it's just not there yet. Maybe it will be in the future. Okay, but so the Realms functionality, as far as the administrative aspect, is not the greatest. But how is the Realm? What have you guys done in there? Is the building taking off? What's what's going on? Yeah, I don't think there's any duping yet. Uh, no, no, no. We're, no this no. is. I have actually been keeping the dates. Uh, I call it PD. Pre-dupe. Pre-dupe. So <laughs> pre-dupe. We're, we're seven, or no, we're, we're before dupe, after dupe. Okay, there BD. we go. We have BD. BD. We'll do BD before dupe. So right now we're six BD. Six BD. Okay. Yeah. Six days BD. Six yeah. days yeah. yeah, Because once dupe becomes, yeah. <laughs> everything changes. It's like the invention of electricity. So, yeah. It everything. actually kind of is. <laughs> yeah. You use a lot of redstone for duping. <laughs> everything changes. So no one's, uh, to my knowledge, no one's had uh, any duping. But it's been fun. It's actually been fun. I've just been relaxing, building a road. Ah, nice. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I got my chicken farm Minecraft. today. I feel some Minecraft vibes. Uh, one thing I want to say, yeah, we... Gotta, we uh, and now, some, how many people are in the realm... F- sorry to interrupt you there. Continue. I, 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 I don't know because people jump in and out. You oh, know, okay, so, okay. but... Uh, we did make a welcome platform where everybody will spawn for the first time. There's beds that you can sleep in, so you got a spawn point. There is... Okay chess and stuff a few other people uh, i don't know uh who they were but a few other people put some other like welcome chests there that you can grab some stuff out of i like it uh someone did put up a sign and i thought this was a cool idea so thank you to whoever did this when you first jump in there's a sign that says write your name on a sign and post it on the wall behind you that's a cool idea so yeah. i still need to go put my name on there it's like the oh yeah wall of awesomeness everyone you know? i have so no idea how to get there to be honest yeah mark, I, I went out your mark, spawn uh, point, you got lost no i just went out into the middle of the ocean and i'm building out there oh, yep. I went we far. called it we called it pulling a china pulling a china <laughs> because he's making his own artificial island and then just sit to, and then just claiming it as his own yeah. land <laughs> i don't know where i am i don't know how to get back so again tell players how to get back in, how to get into this server again so One it's really easy everybody listening all you do is th- there's a five-step process on the discord form it's so a just five-step process yeah. so but basically you go to join a realm and there will be a button to type in a code you then type in that code i don't have that code with me right now but it is on discord just copy and paste it into that join mm-hmm. or that add a code join a code section of join a realm and then you'll automatically be thrown in there's no restrictions or anything like that now do you be thrown yeah, you don't in. have to add people as friends manually because that's what nope, we used you to don't have to, have to do. add people as friends oh, manually. so that nice. part is nice you can put out a public code that public code is on our discord in the forms under community minecraft server official community minecraft server there's even a little five-step process uh, follow step, follow it step by step. I promise you, you'll get in. Yeah, Super Shocker has a question. He just dropped a super, sho- uh, a super Shocker super chat for six dollars and sixty nine cents. I like it, Super Shocker. Is there <laughs> any special version of Minecraft you need to download on the Switch? As far as I know, no, okay. because it's all Bedrock Edition. All- I believe when you log into the Switch, you actually sign into your Xbox account. So as long as you type in that that. As long as you're you type in that code from whatever platform you're on, it will let you in. Now you Mine- have to have the latest edition if there's updates. If you if you downloaded Minecraft a year ago on your Switch, yeah, just make sure that it's it's updated. updated yeah, cool. yeah. Um, and it's account based. So if you type that code in on your Xbox account, but then you sign into your Minecraft on your PC, the realm will still be there because it's all tied to whatever account is tied to your Minecraft Bedrock Edition. Yeah, I believe someone in Discord was going to see if it worked on the Java Edition. I don't think it will, but he was going to try it just to see if there's a little cross thing there. But anyway. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, come join us. Uh, again, head over to Discord, x1bros.com forward slash Discord or in YouTube, 
Apple, wherever you're listening to us, the link is in the description below. So come join us. Check out the Minecraft realm. For those of you that missed the first iteration of the realm, it was amazing. It was yeah. awesome. So we're just getting in on the foundation on, on X1 Bros Realm 2.0. Yeah, there was a lot of artwork out there and everything. Yeah, a lot of that was AD, right? After dupe. After dupe. Yeah. (laughs) Right now. Everybody's like trying to get diamonds and stuff right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mark made me laugh because what did you say the other day? You're like, you know, duping was nice. Yeah, it is. It's very because then you don't have to sit there and you you can actually be creative. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't do creative mode. This is like the real deal. I mean, I don't know how many times my island has blown up by. Oh, those green penis guys running around. I would also like to a quick thank you to everybody who's on the realm. There's kind of this universal like love. Yeah. Well, like there's just like there's there's these unspoken rules. Like if someone goes to bed, everyone else goes to bed so we can skip the night and go to Ah. like no one has been. Well, so there is a max, everybody. There's a max of 12 at a time. Well, so I think how it works is there's 10 slots, but there's always a slot for the owner. Oh, so there's nine slots. No, basically. I think it's ten plus one. And then you plus oh, the okay, owner. Okay, yeah. okay. So ten at slots at one so time. Keep, so, so not that's at, oh, yeah, yeah, that's at one time. So there's two hundred people can be in the realm, but it's limited to ten slots. And can I just say that's also a frustration? Why? Yeah. Can't, why can't Why yeah. can't we have more? Yeah. It's not like it's demanding of a game, you know. But I guess if you had everybody, you know, I don't know. It's that's probably something on their end. They don't want to hammer their servers. But I, I, mean, I don't know. We're looking at games that hold. Hundreds yeah. of people on one server. Warzone does it every like thirty seconds, right? Yeah, I don't. So. Know, I don't. I don't know what century we live in, but uh, it would be uh, nice to have more than ten. But people. see, this is this is my point. Just assign two guys. <laughs> just just yeah. two guys and have Frank them just and Gil. Yeah, and just have them do the servers. Just revamp the. You know, have them do the servers anyway. Big news this week, uh, Microsoft Xbox basically bitch-slapped so- Sony all over the place, legally, in Brazil, actually. Wow. They ju- they whipped it out and said, not today, Sony, wow. not today. So in a news story over at purexbox.com, there was an Xbox-related document filed by Brazil's Administrative Council for Economic Defense uh, where... Xbox like claims that that's wow. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a really important yeah. job. <laughs> that's like when you can choose your own title. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are comments made by Microsoft related to the impending acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The company stating that Sony's concern over potential exclusive content. So Sony was concerned about the act. The act they filed like, hey, we have a concern on this Activision purchase. Um And Microsoft called it incoherent. Here's what they said. Here's the quote from Microsoft. Considering that exclusivity strategies have been at the core of Sony's strategy to strengthen its presence in the games industry and that Sony is a leader in the distribution of digital games, Sony's concern with possible exclusivity of Activision's content is incoherent to say the least. Now, you know what we call that. That's just a smackdown, right oh, there. Okay, That's okay, a legal yeah. smackdown. Uh, legal they could, smack. Microsoft continues. It only reveals once again a fear about an innovative business model that offers high quality content at low cost to gamers, threatening a leadership that has been forged from a device centric and exclusivity focused strategy over the years. That translation is saying Sony's old. <laughs> Sony doesn't want us to adapt. That's, doesn't want, yes. Doesn't want the world to adapt to, I mean, I mean, basically what that says to me is uh, we're, 
this we're changing is, everything. We're, they we're don't changing want us to. everything, and it's a huge benefit to our consumers, and they want to stop that. Yeah, and they find finally they say, indeed, Microsoft's ability to continue expanding Game Pass has been extra- obstructed by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth. Sony pays for quote unquote blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services, and that is how you take the gloves off in an international corporate in Brazil. battle. <laughs> in Brazil. In Brazil. Economic <laughs> ring. <laughs> the octagon of economics. No, uh, I did, but just before the show, I, I read an article by Paul Tassi over at Forbes. He, yeah. he, he did a good article about it. But yeah, it talks about uh, Sony is accusing them, accusing this deal of being anti-competitive when... And then that's why Microsoft said, what are you talking about? You literally pay people to stay off of Game Pass. You pay people. Which, don't get me wrong. I mean... No, that's smart. And Paul Tassi mentions this in, the, in the article. Sony's afraid of Game Pass because of its success, right? They're yeah. trying to sabotage this deal. Because if this deal goes through, it it only benef- it benefits Game Pass, right? Sure. So, anyway. I mean, I get why Sony is trying to stop it. No, I, I don't blame them. I, 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 I just don't, don't think they will stop it. Yeah, I mean... It's just there's a there's a shift there's a shift happening and it's seismic and we're a part of it and it's exciting and fun, but any any thoughts spicy comments on this smackdown? Uh, I mean I mean I gave my thoughts already. Yeah, any additional? Any, um, any closing? I'm going to give you the last word on this topic. That's funny. I uh, know that that whole thing is funny. Oh, like oh, yeah. you read it and then they're like, well. <laughs> it's, it's 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 like somebody's tattletelling on somebody and then the, that somebody's like well he's been doing it this whole time it's like you know yeah it's like the robber who gets gets caught caught for stealing something and then turns to the guy behind him and says well he's stealing something too yeah, yeah. it's actually pretty funny just the whole and that was i mean i mean rarely do you see microsoft take gloves off to be honest yeah, I mean, they didn't publicly like this is in, in Brazil, in, in Brazil, in legalese do- yeah. documents, but. but but it really was just like because Microsoft is usually they're usually either stay away or they they meme it up. They're like, uh, you know, laughable things. Yeah, but that's like a, that's a, that's a smack. That's like, yeah. well, that lawyer got promoted. <laughs> that lawyer had a no, bad day. It's kind of yeah. funny. But uh, as far as. Right now, uh, I don't believe Sony has responded to those accusations. So those are just accusations, right? But I'm sure. I well, mean, Sony's response will probably be, "Well, they're fat. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they're stupid." Uh, so those are just accusations. But I mean, it's one of those things that I mean, we know people are paying for exclusive rights. It's not anything new, you know. Yeah. It's just funny when you say, "Hey, you can't do that," but they're doing it. Yeah. You know. We're going to do it anyways. <laughs> but again, I don't blame Sony for trying to not make the deal go through because they don't want to see the deal go through, right? Because yeah. that's a huge benefit to Game Pass and Xbox. I mean, it's all it's all strategy and competition and whatnot. THQ uh, Nordic had an event this week, and there was quite a lot at that event. Jordan, let's yeah. run through it real quick. Alone in the Dark is getting reimagined for Xbox Series X and S. Tell us... Uh, Tell us what we can expect from Alone in the Dark. It's a scary game. It's it's where you're alone. I've never played the original one. In the dark. And it looks scary. Let me let me just uh, let me just uh Break set the scene for you okay. if you're listening. Oh, the game well, starts with creepy. a doll being hung from a bedroom. By this little girl that doesn't look creepy, but yeah. then there's more dolls but being then, hung. Then this little girl 
viewer discretion advised, puts a noose over her neck and Whoa. wears it as a necklace. She doesn't do anything bad. She just wears it as a necklace. But it's still weird. It's a scary game. Little girls always scare me. Yeah, especially when they do Starts. that and then like stare at you. So anyway, I've never played the original. Especially when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's pitch black and then you see this light in the hallway like and you the walk shining. out and you walk out there and there's a little girl in a white dress holding a doll la, and she's going la 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 yeah. la. I've never played the original, but it looks scary. So scary game enthusiasts, which it's hard for me to pick up a scary game. One of the only scary games I play is Resident Evil, and some people don't even think that's scary, but it's scary to me. So this game, I don't, I don't know if I'll pick it up or not. It's, but it's like, a, like a psychological l- thriller. L- let me say this about THQ Nordic's event. Hey, can we rewind that real quick? That's totally the monsters from Stranger Things. Well, oh, the, the Demogorgon or whatever? Yeah, the the hive mind. What are those? The, the mini creatures? I don't know. Called? Watch, I'll show you. I'll show you. We'll, we'll pause it right. Wait, I'll show you. Sorry, here it comes. We're watching far. all these monsters ready. He's about to battle right there. That oh, one. yeah. Look at the face. Like it all opens up into teeth. Who copied who? This came out before Stranger Things, probably. Yeah, but did the original but have The original that, probably didn't look like that, this. That, that like, fidelity. Oh, like yeah, the artist was like, oh, I like so, that. We're going, we're going back. Anyway, anyway um, let me say one thing about the THQ Nordic event. So Yo. it was it was a decent event. They they It was about an hour-ish, uh, hour and a half. They showed all their games coming out. There was no game that really, like, super stood out to me but i give them credit like there was there's they got some interesting games coming that i'm curious like there's like i said like i'm curious i can't even talk it's okay. you're that curious i, I know either i'm interested to see how some of these <laughs> games turn out there's not one that like really blew me away but i'm i'm interested to see how they they play out you heard like, it if first. they will be if they will be you know kind of hidden gems yeah like let's talk about the next one uh recreation 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 this is from some of the developers that did burnout now now get burnout was one of my favorite games yeah get this i love that game the way they're describing it is a in real time open world play with your friends race and create what do they mean in real time so you're doing it now what, is, what does it mean? <laughs> every game could say that in real time. Yeah, that's I, I know. And, that, and that's one of those what things where I'm mean? like, wow, this could be super interesting. Uh, How does it work? Because they didn't. I mean, there may be articles that dived a little bit deeper into it. I just kind of watched it well, and came to the cool. show tonight. But So you can drive and throw obstacles up for your opponents? Is that what this well, is? Well, no, 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 no. Because it's open world. So it talked about building courses with your friends, uh, playing, racing. And doing it all in real time. So I don't know if you're just you're you're in this open world and only your friends can come into the game and that's how you can do it in real time, or if it's a public lobby where there's you know a, a bunch of different people in there that you there are just building random stuff. I can see how that can get a little trolly though. Yeah, I want to see but, gameplay. Do they show gameplay or no? Uh, they just show a little bit of racing and stuff. I mean, it's it, it's definitely going to be an arcade racer. Sure, but. It's games like this. Like I, I, I'm not super blown away, but I'm like, hey, this this could be a fun Peaks little your yeah, yeah. Like this, I hope. Like I hope all these games are good because then we get more good games to play. They're doing new but, stuff. But uh, yeah, you. this it, it just it, it seems interesting. So, recreation, recreation. There you go. THQ Nordic. That looks cool. <laughs> so it's an announcement trailer. So we probably won't see this for a couple of years, right? Did they didn't? I assume they didn't give any dates or anything. Um, and the footage kind of looks. Very almost alpha e. Uh, maybe maybe that's the charm. Yeah, this looks like so. This looks like in-game preview. Uh, this looks good. Yeah, that looks actually really good. Uh, we're watching 
But I still don't like Hot Wheels style race play, racing. But I still don't get it because. So I wonder if it's going to be like a track mania with your friends type of thing. Because in track mania, can't you customize your own courses yeah. as well? Yeah. But this is going to be. They talked about. I I I, I was reading. Like it looks like someone else is coming along. Yeah, and then someone's and doing at, that. Yeah. So at the end of the trailer, it shows someone putting down a ramp, and then it shows another perspective of a car going off it. So that's that's what I'm wondering. How is this building in real time going to work? Is it going to be in public lobbies? Is it going to be only with friends? Is it you know? My mind is blown. Yeah. It it seems interesting. How you know? How is it going to play out? Yeah. The other one that I want to talk about is Gothic. We watched this before the show actually, and it. We made fun of it a little bit because it seemed like a mine simulator or something. Well, we really, I mean, so this is a remake of a game. I never, yeah, the original, a lot of games that I haven't played. Well, the original Gothic is, I, I, did it come out in like 2000, 2001? Anyway, it's a action RPG game. Okay. So that's, that's what this will be. The trailer just shows, what do you call it? Speed running through a mine. And then at the end, people get eaten by spiders and, David said they dug too deep. They dug too deep, like Helm's Deep. <laughs> I don't think it was Helm's Deep. Maybe this is like deep, a though. prequel to Helm's Deep. No, Helm's Deep is uh, where they all decided to, to turtle up. Yeah. And then that's when Gandalf came over the hill. The wait, Misty Mountains. Wait, oh, you're right. Yeah, what's the, well, what's the, I think it's the Misty Mountains. The Misty Mountains were yeah. there in the dwarf. Yeah, that's when they go dwarfs. underneath. Yeah, that's to, what I mean. And, yeah. and then they hear the drums. Boom. And, then, and then he fights the, the Balrog. The ba- Balrog. No, no, no. That's the Mines of Moria. Mines of Moria. That's where they dug too deep. Okay, okay yeah. Mines yeah. Of Moria. Sorry. I thought we were talking about the dwarves, how they got greedy with the treasure and the dragon came. No, I don't guess that would be digging. what's... Smoggle or whatever. Smaug. Smaug. Run, you fools. Run, you fools. I believe it's fly, you fools. Oh, that's right. That's fly. Right. Fly, you fools. Thank you, Jordan. You fools. You're welcome. Wow, Jordan. It's you, one of my favorite books and movies, and Amazon that? is going to ruin it, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, are they legit going to ruin it? You think? I don't know. No, 100%. I, I, they I re- have done a very poor job on many things. I really, really, really hope it's the greatest show I've ever seen, but I am legitimately afraid to watch it, and I don't think I am going to watch it, because you, all the press, and, and I know I shouldn't listen to press and media, because, you know, it's the same with, like, games being reviewed, and I should just watch it for myself, but I don't know. The track record doesn't seem very good. So they're not hiding the ball, though. I think that's why this one's really anger, has angered fans, is because they're not hiding the fact that they're not following the lore that was set up in yeah. J.R. Tolkien's world. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's, I think um, players are mad It's going to be interesting. I mean, look what not happened players, to Mark with Wheel of Time. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's... Just respect the source material. Well, do you know what's funny about you can that? Make, you can even make some, like, artistic choices, but you can't change core lore peter jackson did it with the original trilogy he made changes to translate it better to screen while being very respectful of the the source material that's why it's one of the greatest trilogies ever made fight me to the death i'll argue that all day long yeah they did the same thing with back to the future they remained true to the lore Uh, what are you talking what of time travel yeah. they also did the same thing with the expen- with the expendables what? they remained true to the lore they were yeah. the direct steam. I, I'm really I guess to the movie script <laughs> they <laughs> true to the movie no, script so that's Stallone uh, in expendables uh, I saw an interview and he's like yeah I just really wanted to stay true to the lore there is no lore in expendables 
There is explosions. Yeah, uh, there's wow. There's one more movie. Uh, what are you talking about? Fast and Furious. They remained really true to the Lord. Oh, it's, all it's all about family. Family. It's all about family. Uh, you know. For those of you that didn't see, you should have seen mine and Mark's face when David said back to him. It was like, yeah, like the future. It was like what? Because I was trying to think like when they went back to the West. Like no, just cowboys. No, they I just remain true to the Lord, man. It's about family. No, anyway, he was going to yeah, go, go off ahead. on so, real, uh, real quick. I'll yeah. try not to. But what bugs me is they have like Amazon commercials and stuff appear wherever article they you know they come out and say uh, the fans love this show. Like you can say new people, like you know, new, fans of new the viewers. show love the show. <laughs> yeah but they're going out and attacking me for not liking it because it's stupid. Yeah. And other fans, you go read the reviews on Wheel of Time and there's two groups of people that, well, maybe there's more. I well, don't even, know. Even you, David, didn't you say like you were with it for a while and then it was just like, wow, they just went a different direction with everything. Those that have yeah. read the books dislike the show. <laughs> there's two it's kinds of people. pretty clear. <laughs> I mean, you may have outlanders, you know, outliers, but those who are fans of the book strongly dislike Wheel of Time. The, sh- the, the the production so i think and i think the issue there is if so hold on why would amazon (laughs) come out and say fans of the books love this show why do they go out and say that it's not true they have a whole they have the reviews on their own website technically it's true fans of the show like two of them yeah you just need one (laughs) yeah well you you just need two yeah Yeah, i guess that's you know what you're right to throw that s on there yeah you're right a fan of the show loves But but i think there's a difference because so for instance there was a discussion in our Discord server, The Terminal List, with Chris Pratt came out on Amazon, and it is so good. Yeah. But people who had read the book were like, oh, they changed something yeah, that no. I didn't like. A, a guy that I, I work with, he uh, he so he had just finished the book, because it's, it's a series, right? He had just finished the book, and then the next day watched the show, and he didn't like the show at all. Because he yeah. was like, he was like, they just, he said they just, they changed, they did things differently, and he, he was like, he, he and he told me, he was like, if I didn't read the book, I'd probably like the show because from an entertainment perspective, like it was good. As but someone who never the bu- read yeah, yeah. the, the yeah, book. Yeah, I've never read the book either and I enjoyed it. I thought, I think it's one of the most entertainment, entertaining series that has come out in a while, in a hot minute. It kept you, it kept you going. It was really good. Dieter Pinklage uh, in chat, it is violent. It is. Yes. Yeah, it makes, me, it with, it makes yeah. me want to go back and read the books. And so I wonder... So, but my question here is this. So in that case, in that situation where you have people who read the book and then people who didn't read the book, but who didn't read the book, like love, love, love the show. I think where you get in trouble is Wheel of Time where people who didn't read the book, I, I don't get this sense that they love Wheel of Time. Like some people do. In fact, even some people in our community do. But it's not this like overwhelming. It's it's like it's like a low budget Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah, which well, was already low budget to begin. Well, with. I'll give you another <laughs> example: Game of Thrones. They didn't stick with everything. Well, in their in their, in their, in their the, defense, I read the books. Hold on, and I enjoyed the show as well. So you yeah. can have both and make changes. It's when you make changes that fans criticize and then you criticize the fans for criticizing you for making the changes from the original lore yeah i think that's the issue yeah and uh to be fair with game of thrones they didn't really know the ending no but even throughout i mean they just remove entire plot lines 
in yeah. that. But it's throw so, enough nudity in it too. You're gonna get a whole so, bunch of people liking so it. So good, you know. Yeah, you yeah. do have the tata factor. You kind of have to wait. It's like like when you're playing a video game. It's like picking up a a mushroom or something in Mario and (laughs) just gives you a little boost. Yeah. A little couple bonus points on on reviews there. No, but I'm I'm like legitimately afraid to watch the new Lord of the Rings. Yeah, a lot of people are. Because I love that story. I just recently realized it does look like it's it's high budget. So it does it does look like it's not gonna be like from the things it's like, oh, okay. I don't know though. High budget. High budget doesn't mean much to me anymore mm. because you can take a lot of money and then just screw it up. Like some show, like what Halo was a hundred million for one season, Something 10 like million that. an episode. Yeah. That's a lot of money to screw up. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say screw up, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, by the end, they could did, have done better on ever, some of the CGI. Did we ever recap Halo by the way? I can't remember. Well, I, it's, I basically said it's not my favorite show. Oh, okay, okay. But it's also not the worst show I've ever seen. If you like the TV series, that's awesome, and that's great. I mean, everybody likes what they like. I mean, there's stuff that I like that David hates, right? But yeah. the show, I just I wasn't a fan of where they went with the story, and there was a few things that I think they sacrificed in continuity to have a quote-unquote cool shot. Yeah. You know, yeah. for example... An ash, an ash shot. <laughs> yeah. In the, by Master the way, Cheeks. Master Cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a whole different story. But uh, just just quick little thing. I know it's not anything big, but I think continuity is... is it, it ties the story together, right? So, for example, when the literal leaders of the Covenant are two feet in front of you and you decide not to shoot them, <laughs> like, they're there just for, like, a cool shot, you know, so Master Chief can fight and they can be in the background. It's like, well, why didn't you just turn around and shoot them? You know, I don't know. I, that and that's my. I mean, seems I, like your armchair quarterbacking. Message. Yeah, or <laughs> or the they were they were in this grave danger. Well, and it's a shame because that was one of the coolest fights. But they're in this grave danger. They're all gonna die. But oh shoot, wait a minute. There's a condor that just brought in all the bullets or the guns and just saved the day. And it's like, well, why didn't we just start out with that? You know, Cause like if I was going into battle, I wouldn't be like, all right, guys, hold on. Let's use sticks to start out, and then we'll pull I out our guns. This. You know, like I mean, I, I I'm gonna this. go. You know, <laughs> or basically have the eagles just fly Frodo. Yeah, hey, that's yeah, there's, there's there's a reason. Reasons. I know okay? it's in the books. Right? Yeah, I know. I, know. I, just, I just wanted right? to jab you. Yeah, oh, there's Jordan reasons. got hot. Look at <laughs> <I> that. <know. laughs> Jordan Poked turned him. on a dot. I know. There's I know. you know. There's they a have lot of political stuff. They have J.R.L. Tolkien continuity. There's there's you know there is. But uh, yeah. they weren't. It wasn't reflected in the in the movies. No. Okay. I will. I will give you that. Maybe in the extended editions, I think they talk a little bit more about it. But I, you know, actually, I, no, anyway, I don't want to talk about no, it. No, continuity <laughs> is very, very important because the purpose. Here's my. I'm going to get on a little bit. Go ahead. The purpose of shows and and movies and even games and everything is to immerse the viewer into your story. You want to capture them. Your whole goal is to get them immersed and to tell your story. When you are doing things that pull people out of that story for any reason, that's not part of, like, for any reason, really, I think you're doing an injustice to the story itself. In, in Wheel of Time, there's many, many weird things that make you go, that's not supposed to happen. That it's 
it's not supposed to be like why is that person doing that why are these person and you pull yourself out of the story it's like shocking that's the problem with a lot of storytellers uh with writers with a whole bunch of stuff going on in hollywood right now they do not think like that they think a lot of them are thinking for other reasons other intent of making a story um and that's the problem with a lot of things going on is the fact that you can't your your goal isn't immersing people in your story your goal is you have agendas you have whatever it is that will just pull people out of the story itself does that make sense what i'm makes trying total to say sense, yes. yeah and so when your goal is not to immerse the story then your goal is you shouldn't be making these stories you shouldn't be standing on the heads of giants that have made these stories like jr tolkien you sh- that that did such a good job you should not be in control of what's happening to the story yeah, he's already forward. set the framework that would drive like it that would drive itself mm-hmm. yeah same with star wars the framework was set there it should drive itself the people are like i i've said this on the show a couple months ago people are taking these stories they're standing on the heads of giants and taking a dump all over it and it's really really frustrating to me yeah, I, uh, that's why Jordans were like. Really that's speaking, why I appreciate uh, the Expendables. Speaking of they Star did not Wars, do that. Speaking of Star Wars, I uh, met Ray actually. Did you? Yeah, helped her out. Oh, at Disneyland. Oh yeah. What'd you do? Uh, she well, I didn't really. I mean, I was standing right in front of her. She came up as a hologram. She said she needed my help, and I said I'll help. I'll help. Wait, what? I'll yeah. answer the call. No, really, it's wow. it's legit. Yeah, she said, "Hey, I need your help," and I said. You got it. <laughs> I you helped got her out, it, Ray. Yeah. Me and Ray are close. You got it. Yeah. Me and Ray are close. You didn't need a you didn't need a training montage to become a master of the force. Neither do I. Well, I like how she has her montage in the third one. <laughs> well, and I think that's so going back to the Lord of the Rings, I think that's you can see the difference between Peter Jackson's original trilogy. His goal was not any agendas. His goal was, was not anything but I mean, he had many statements. His goal was to immerse the viewer into this great world and this great story. To make the world that everybody had read about come alive. Yeah, he visually. has uh, he has a really famous quote that says, "It's not our job to interpret the story and to or not interpret it. It's not our job to push our own uh, politics, ideals, relig- You know, basically, in respect of the author, we tell their story, right?" Yeah, and that then doesn't I think, exist anymore. I think the producers, the producers of the new Lord of the Rings, said, "We're so glad that we can interpret this our own way." Yeah, basically, like <laughs> broaden the scope of people that will enjoy the. Or it was something weird. It was basically like, "I'm glad we can change the story so everybody will like it." And it was like, "Well, uh, by changing the story, you're going to alienate well, everybody, the core audience." And, and then pause. Everybody did like it before. Yeah, th- and it's it comes down to respecting the source material. And uh, you don't have that very much I'm, anymore. I'm going to use that, David, every time someone says that. Like, respect the source material. Oh, yeah, like Blade. Yeah, like, <laughs> just, like, throw something out yeah, there. Just throw <laughs> it. You're like Back Ro- to the future? <laughs> yeah, like, Ro- like Rocky 1. Which, by the way, I'm going to say I actually watched the Blade trilogy this week. Oh, it's so good. Those, those movies are great. It's so good. That Charger. Wesley, where's Wesley Snipes? Where is we he? We need him. We need him to come back, baby. Yeah, where is he? That's true. What where has he been? he been doing? Yeah, he was great. We need Wesley. I'm going to make a shirt that says <laughs> we, we need Wesley. Wesley. <laughs> we need Wesley. <laughs> and on the back oh, it says Snipes. Oh, man. Yes. Snipes. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. All right, let's talk. So THQ, go check out all the trailers. Xbox, they're all on the Xbox channel. A ton of them drop. See what you like there. We talked about the ones that really stood out to us. But Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's delayed. That's unfortunate. Until I'm, February 10th. I actually don't. 
mind it because it's not it's not that far. What is it? Three months? The three month delay? Yeah, like I don't mind the delay, but I'm so excited to get in there, and I, learn I some so magic, I, I go to sat, potions class. Yeah, I sat down with my wife and was like, "Hey, we're gonna play this game together." Yeah, and I she rolled her eyes and she was like, "Are we?" And then I showed her it and she was like, "Yes, I want this game." And I was like, "Yes, yeah, see." See? Yeah, they, they came out, uh, they made a tweet on Twitter basically just saying that they're excited for everybody to play, but we're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. They gave a date February 10th, so hopefully this is a solid date. Um, solid, baby. They just wanted a little bit more time, which is fine. Take as much time as you need. I just, I, I can't say I'm not, I'm happy that they're taking time to fix it. I'm disappointed because I just really want to play it, you know? It looks It, it looks, looks so cool. good. To be fair, this is delay number one. Two. Or delay number two, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you said it's only a three-month delay, and three months they're going to delay it again, probably. Am I a pessimist now? Well, maybe, yes. and that'll be delay number three. I think a little bit. Yeah. I think I'm, wow. But it's 2022, everyone is. Oh, that's, okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this. I mean, just watching the trade. Can you imagine, like, floating your book and saying, like, all right, I got to study potions today. My only concern, my big concern here is if all of the cool things are just in this trailer and then yeah. you get into the game and it's bland and you don't want to explore the world at all. Or even if you do want to explore the world, but when you attempt to, the world is static and stale and it's just something you look at. It's not something you experience and live in. That's my concern. And I just don't know. Who's the developer of this? Port Key Games. Port Key Games? What, what else have they A lot of mobile done? stuff. Anything? Mo uh, mobile Harry Potter stuff. Oh, okay. Well, so, so they're familiar with Harry Potter, but yeah, I like for instance, if Rockstar was doing this, I knew for a fact, yeah, I'm going to be able to go all around in this world. It's going to be awesome. The world's going to be, be alive. There's going to be yeah, yeah, magical, <laughs> magical hookers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and bank heists, bank heists. magical bank heists, magical bank heists. Yeah, see, and so I'm just worried that what they're showing here is like five minutes out of yeah. Uh, Hundred hour so game. What I want to know is how skewed the houses are going to be. So, like, it looks like you get to. You, you, we know you get to go to the sword and hammer, and I assume you get to pick your own house. Um, like I want to know what the least house because you're gonna everybody's gonna pick Gryffindor, right? Because yeah. it's like, oh yeah, yeah, and then and then you're gonna get those guys like, no, 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 I'm gonna go Slytherin to be a rebel. There's gonna be like bonuses and who do you think the least there'll be like traits Ravenclaw. Like no one wants Ravenclaw. Right? Oh, it's Huff Hufflepuff. 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 Well, you're gonna Huggle. have some buckworms. Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the you rock? They isn't do? the rock Hufflepuff? They should. Do you remember <laughs> the, like the rock? Yeah, no, I think the rock is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> it's about family. <laughs> No, he really is. He's a, yeah. He really is. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to say it. I would like to see the statistics. They won't show them, but I think Ravenclaw might be the least, the yeah. least picked. Was Ravenclaw Ravenclaw's not talked about in the books as much as the other houses? Uh, where was Luna Lovegood? Was she Hufflepuff? I don't know. She was a weird. No one cared about her. Yeah, she was just the weird kid. <laughs> But you kind of like the weird kid. You always got to have that. Wait, didn't weird Luna Lovegood marry one of the Harry Potter people? She did. Chat, chat says she I did. Ravenclaw. I didn't even remember till we said it. Do you know what they should do? Is you know those Facebook stupid? Uh, oh, Luna was a Ravenclaw. Okay, my bad. Like, which one are you? Qu qu or questionnaires that they do? <laughs> they should make it when you start the game. Like, 
if you're looking at all, you know, your door number one, door number two, door number three, what do you choose yeah, do you to? Think, and yeah. like have this real like 50 question questionnaire. And then, then the magic hat. Peter Peekwood says, Luna was Ravenclaw, but she got that Hufflepuff energy. <laughs> yeah. See, so she was missorted. <laughs> no, it might have been the case because remember when Harry puts on the hat, he gets to choose. Yeah. But you would be great in, in Slytherin or yeah. Gryffindor. You would do great things in Slytherin. Do great things. And he said, Slytherin please not Slytherin. Please yeah, not Slytherin. Maybe I'll do a second playthrough. What great play things through. does Slytherin do? Besides, I mean, like, terrorism. Teaches, <laughs> teaches, teach, uh, teaches you how to fight. They're like fighters. They're like really talented. They're like the most, some of the most talented magic people. They're not all bad. Yeah, but they're just because it's like it's like they are it's like it's like everybody thinks like jocks are bullies it's that's not the case jocks are just athletic yeah and so but there's literally bullies like but the ones that are every slytherin is a bad guy it's the same with slytherin not all bad guys are slytherin but all bad guys yes are no no all slytherin are bad guys guys, but all bad guys are slytherin just happen to be slytherin there you go yeah we figured it out. <laughs> when I wanted to read Reactor League's chat, where he said they do weird things with the wands in the Rockstar version. Yes, <laughs> yes yeah, they can would. Can you imagine yes, a Rockstar building this game like like a Grand Theft Auto? Uh, oh man! So that's that's. I think I think what we see looks awesome. It no, looks I'm like a very blast. excited for this game. But my concern is. I just don't want it because that's a world that you want to explore and dive deep in and be a part of. <laughs> well, I wonder how. So oh, how open is it going to be? Because we know we can explore the castle. We can explore the, the forest area. You can see all this in the trailers, and I think they've mentioned it too. We can explore Hogsmeade, which I'm actually really personally excited for. I, I get your point, though. How alive is it going to feel? You know? Yeah. I, well, I your your game be... can live and die by the world. Yeah, the world is so... The world is a character of the game. The world is just so rich in Harry Potter, and that's what everybody wants to experience, and there's like a wonder to it. And if they don't, if that just doesn't translate, even if you have a really cool linear story, for instance, and like if you feels cool and the mechanics are cool, but it's this big world that doesn't translate with this feeling of wonderment. And see, that's what they're showing off here on these trailers. The they're showing this like this like place that every kid would love to go to school at Hogwarts because look at what happens. Yeah. Well, and on the flip side. I, I actually really like what they're doing with the time setting. It's it's so many years before you're coming in as an older student. Since you're not tied to what happens after the books, I would love to see them doing like maybe you come across a secret magical dungeon in Hogsmeade and that takes you on. You know, I'd love to see that rock star style detail where you can go off the beaten path or even like that Skyrim stuff where you can go off the beaten path for a while. Yeah, and and still have an amazing adventure, right? And then come back to the main story. Yeah, T Box in chat makes a good point. He says, "I haven't been as hyped for a game since Cyberpunk, and for that reason, I'm going in with low expectations." Yeah, it's been burned. Wise good point. Good point. Wise man, it's been burned. We've all been burned. We've all been burned multiple Uh, times. Reactor Leak is asking how multiplayer is in this game. I I don't know for sure, but I don't think there is multiplayer in this game. If there is, it should be Quidditch. (laughs) They should. You guys remember that game, original Xbox Quidditch World Cup? Great game. One of the best sports games I've played. They should bring that back as a, uh, as a like a game within the game. Just go down to the park on Saturdays. Yeah, and play, uh, and play Quidditch. Quidditch. I would actually do that. I, I, I think Quidditch is a weird game if you think about it, though. It's flawed. It's very flawed. But so is soccer. Soccer is hyper flawed. 
wanting to hear my flawless song. And it's for the same reason, actually. Quidditch is, and that's why you can tell a British person made it up. Someone like, <laughs> someone that like thought about Quidditch because of soccer. Soccer is super flat. And everybody, I love soccer, but it's flat. And the reason that it's flat is because of penalty kicks. Like, uh, penalty kicks in the game is not flawed in and of themselves, but a game ending in a tie being settled by penalty kicks is the most flawed solution for any. It's, it's not, you can be way overmatched and your goal is just to play to a tie because once that gets to penalty kicks, it's even field. You know what soccer needs? Two people with clubs going around beating everybody. <laughs> yeah, beaters. Well, yeah, and this is something <clears throat> enforcers is what so we look, call them in hockey. So look, it's this it's this point differential, right? But there's it's, still it's, there's still rules against the enforcers. Like in Quidditch, their job is to beat the shit out of everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. and protect the start. They're literally enforcers. <laughs> They're beaters. Yeah, they yeah. beat the other team and protect their. Well, no, their job is to score. No, no, those are the chasers. No, they the use ch- the quaffle. That's the ball that you throw. I through wish the hoop. everyone could listen. Every time Jordan says like the smart answer, he's got this flair where he bounces his head and fl- and flamboyantly waves his hands around to like he's done it like five he times like, throughout the show. He goes like this. Lord he of the Rings. Like it's the quaffle. <laughs> yes, it's like it's like uh, when he when he, yeah. No, there's there's the chasers. Okay, okay, but the reason that so just like three of them, just like in soccer, there's a scoring issue. Okay, that flaws the game, and we're gonna get hate mail from everybody. Okay, same in Quidditch. There is no reason that why the do you make the freaking ball the ball? What's the little ball? The golden snitch. The golden snitch. The golden snitch worth however many points. Hundred fifty. See, that's the problem with that too. Hundred fifty points. And it ends the game. So yeah. games can go on forever. You don't need. Yeah, you don't need. You only need. No, no. See, let me let me counter your argument. Here. What is Harry Potter's position? What is that? He's position? the seeker. The seeker. You only just. You only need a great seeker. You, the other positions do not matter. I no. know, but what if you had all the other positions looking for the snitch with him? Yeah, just except the goalie. The, no, no. Check this out, because see, this is why they should bring back Quidditch World Cup. And is wait is no. the seeker the other one that can catch the ball? Seeker's right? the only one that or can the, catch the ball. That's his priority, right? So, but no, flying ball. The seeker needs to know when to get. So, let's say you have zero points. The other team scores one hundred and sixty points. You catch the snitch, you get one hundred and fifty points and lose. But that never happens. That rarely happens. I I don't know if you've ever played Quidditch World Cup. I don't but know. I he, scored he just a did lot. It again. <laughs> he just did it again. I would score just. <laughs> Just as a safety net, I would score 200 plus points in Quidditch World Cup. So then if the other team caught the snitch, it didn't matter. Oh, man. Fair. Fair. <laughs> See that swagger he pulls yeah, out when swagger. he's right? When he thinks he's uh, right? No, it's like they need to change the scoring in this game. Uh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not against changing the scoring, but it's not like it's flawed. super broken, you know? Well, this game does take place in the 1800s. Because so. the snitch is hard to find. So games can go on for hours. Okay, maybe that's the problem. How much it could you... Sc- the snitch shouldn't end the game. You think it should be like halves think, and quarters? I think that's the problem, yeah. That that it has too much... <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm laughing at chat. That was the weirdest flex I've ever seen when Jordan <laughs> was talking about Harry Potter. No, but so the snitch shouldn't end the... The seeker shouldn't be able to end the game by getting the snitch. I think that's what f- makes it flawed. Because if they didn't have that... It takes away because already it's such a huge bonus for the seeker to get the snitch, but then the seeker also controls whether the game ends or not. Like it's too much power. It's way unbalanced, but that's why the seeker is an important position. 
the most important position. Well, you could say there's the most important position in most sports, though. You know, but is there is there excuse me is there a position in any other sport that if they're successful, they end the entire game? Quarterbacks. Yeah, quarterbacks. No, no. Well, I guess you need no. a receiver. There's still <laughs> there's still set time. It's four quarters. Oh yeah, okay. Set so, time. I, I get what he's, you're saying. He's he's important, uh, and I pitchers in the same way in that they they touch, they touch the ball every time. <laughs> the bowler has to be good. It's all dependent on that bowler. Yeah, but even he, there's still nine rounds. Tennis, again, it's you. It's it's so many rounds you have to win, and then you got to win by two. Like there's no there's no sport where Fishing. a player. <laughs> Fishing is considered Fishing. a sport. Yeah. 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 You can end it right then and there, David. All right. You're, Maybe she thought of win. Quidditch while fishing. You win. <laughs> yeah, right. I, found a, I found a sport. That is considered a sport, too. You're right. It's fishing. Do you guys want to start like a, a group where we go play Quidditch at the park? At the park? <laughs> do you know? Like, I no. Think, I think that would be fun. Can we, do we have to dress up like we're going to a Shakespearean fair or something? No. Well, it's like those. David showed me this group of guys that. Uh, started their own wiffle ball league on YouTube, and it's awesome. They're huge, dude. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, they're huge. Wiffle ball. What is it? So you ball? people watch their seasons. It's just these kids in their backyard playing, and they have seasons, <laughs> and they have teams. It's awesome. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of uh, Risk Championships. Risk. Hey, so, I saw uh, those too. The board game. Wait, yeah. on the OG board or a updated no, uh, board? Uh, the ones I watch are on the computer. Yeah, there's a PC game that's yeah, out. that has the updated board. Yeah, because yeah. when you update the, when you update Risk, a thousand times better because the flaw the the board game is flawed again. Flawed. <laughs> you just you need to get it's too it's too unbalanced. It's my problem with Access and Allies. One of my favorite board games of all yeah, time. That game that game's intense though. Yeah, you, yeah a, Risk Lake. That's is a it Risk Saturday. Legacy that you're watching? So the old Risk Lake was, that was on 360 had all these different versions, and then there was a Risk recently on the Xbox One that only had the one version of Risk that you could play. But if you update it, it's so good. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you should watch some of the championships. It's oh, really, really good. Okay. okay. I'll send you some stuff. I'll send you. Some all right, that's stuff. us on on Hogwarts. It's delayed. We're excited for. It. We'll see how it. We'll see how it <laughs> hey, comes out. This, this next one. Multiverse. Yeah, Jordan, you've been playing this no, game. No, okay, multiverses. Multiverse. So yeah. season one launches August fifteenth. Uh, right now they're in like preseason. It's a free to play game. If you're hurt, if you like Super Smash Brothers, you will like this game. Basically, this game can be described as Super Smash Brothers with WB characters. Uh, it's super familiar for Super Smash Brothers players, like even down to the control schemes. The fighting feels good and responsive. It's it's really fun. It's incredibly fun. Uh, it I wouldn't say it's just a clone because they have their own flair on stuff, but yeah. it's a really good beat em up game, and uh, I hope they keep with it, and I hope it's successful. I think they already have like thirty million registered. Like they got huge numbers, but wow, well, it, it is an so awesome. What are some game. of the who, who are some of the characters you say? So you got Shaggy. Uh, me and my kids spent the whole day unlocking Bugs Bunny. You got Batman, Superman. Wow. Uh, you got Adventure Time. One of the le- levels. I serious wow. here being very serious. So one of the levels you fight on is the big heads from Rick and Morty. Wow. And I'm waiting for them to like start singing, get swifty, but I don't think they can because it's kind of a family game, you know, <laughs> it has a very Fortnite or aesthetic to it. Yeah. Steven universe, just all w- I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting for him at, to add Harry well, Potter. Even look at the UI. That's very Fortnite aesthetic. Yeah. 
I'm waiting for him to add Harry Potter. It's a full free-to-play game. Um, you can buy Founders Packs that help you unlock characters. Uh, if you're really into the game, I would suggest getting a Founders Pack because it did does... Did you get a Founders Pack? I did. Yeah. Uh, because we spent the whole day unlocking Bugs Bro, Bunny. the Tasmanian And it devil. was just... It was just... Uh, yeah. But they do this cool thing where you... He was like the Pikachu of the WV universe. But instead of lightning, he, he turns into a tornado. They do this thing where you can you can level up your character, and I think it's all the way up to level fifteen. You get these passive abilities that you can add to your I don't loadout. Like this level, this level. This looks... is like the practice level. Oh, okay, you know? that's yeah. why I don't I'll like skip. it. There, you go. there we go. Yeah, thank but you. Um, no, no, you can level up your character, and it gives your characters like passive abilities, like that they can do within the game. Now, some people may think like, "Oh, that's unfair. What if you get a high level character?" Uh, facing a low-level character. I think they're probably, obviously, the person that has the high-level character has a percentage advantage, but I don't think it's so big that you would notice if you were just good at the game and knew the controls and knew how to dodge and block at the proper times, you would still win. Like, I think just they've like done... Tarkov. A, yeah, yeah. This is smart... I think you have done... I think they have done an excellent job with this game with the 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 grind of unlocking character well not unlocking characters because it is quite a grind but the grind of like leveling up your characters getting new abilities they have all the skins you can do um it's for a free-to-play game really good and i'm not upset with the monetization because it's all like skins you know different banners for your profile and stuff like that wow very cool game very cool game yes i like it Wait, who makes this adventure game? time wb well not WB. I think it's Player First Games is the name of the company that makes it. Oh, oh but WB owns it. That's why it's all well, yeah, their it's all property. WB, so. yeah, again, I'm waiting for like you know Harry Potter to come in as a downloadable character. I mean, oh my gosh, they literally the have the skin to that, that Batman aesthetic. Did they, awesome. they must have developer or designer. They must got the designer from Fortnite because that aesthetic, th- this is Fortnite aesthetic. Everything. Look at it's. This looks. It looks good. Wonder looks Woman's phenomenal. In there. Well done. Well done. Highly recommend. How long has this game been uh, available? A few, few weeks. Oh. Uh, was it a few months? I started playing a couple weeks ago because I, I was, I think I was scrolling through Twitter and just heard a bunch of people like, oh my gosh, you know, multiverses is actually good. So it's like, oh, I'll give it a try. And I played with my kids all day. It is really fun. Sick. As the kids say. Wait, and I they see got Tasmanian a, Devil's moves here. Let's see. And they got a Rick like. and Morty level. That's yeah, that's actually pretty. Awesome. I didn't right. know WB owned Rick and Morty. We're, we're on Wonder Woman's Island. I yeah, think, that's right Wonder now. Woman's Island. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Tasmanian Devil. So far, I just see him jumping around. Like, what's his power here? He, he, do he dodged. Do something special, bro. <laughs> did you ever watch the cartoon growing up? The Tasmanian there he is. Devil? He just did it. Oh, very cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's so good. His, <laughs> where his mom and dad are always like, "Have your glass of orange juice," and he's, and he's always like, "It's <laughs> <laughs> nice to have a glass of orange juice." <laughs> oh, that's... no! But excellent game. If you are even just somewhat of a fan of Super Smash Brothers, you'll you'll kind of get into this game and feel right at home. It, it's I like it a lot. That's cool. Let's take, we got a couple questions. Let's just take two out of all these questions. Toxic writes in and says, probably been asked this, and they're kind of related, actually. Kind of been asked this, but which Assassin's Creed game is your favorite? Jordan the Man, let's start with you. <sighs> minus two. Minus two. I already said it. Minus two. I think minus two as well, because... Yours is two, two. Minus two, two. Uh, and I think because what they did from one to two, like, it felt like a... Full upgrade to the first game. Uh, you got a new character, Ezio, which I know a lot of people didn't like at first, but it ended up being a really cool character. I thought it was cool the whole time. 
Um, <laughs> that swagger again. Did you see it? <laughs> I thought it was better crazy. Than, no, no, actually, no. No, you could, you could probably go catch it because I didn't like him at first, but as like Assassin's Creed, like his trilogy went on, I liked him more and more. The reason I didn't like him at first is because he was like this playboy punk kid. He was and a little too Don Juan for yeah, you. Yeah, and then you're, you're coming from like Altair to like this and you're like, what? So I, I actually, to be honest, I didn't like him at first, but I grew to love him. Anyway, um, I remember when they announced Assassin's Creed 2 and they did the dual hidden blade assassinations on stage. I thought that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That is cool. Assassin's Creed 2, I think, is one of the best. Yeah, Spicy, how about you? Uh, I think I'm going to have to say, I believe this is the right one, Odyssey. Oh, okay. I think, and the reason I liked Odyssey, although I did like 2 as well. Mm -hmm. I also was, was 3, the first one where they introduced PvP. Because I thought the first introduction of PvP was I really enjoyed. Um, I think it was it was, it was well, well it yeah was three. It, it was three, but three was called I think Revelation. Brotherhood. Brotherhood, yeah. And then Revelations, I believe, was, was after. The next one. I really, really liked that multiplayer. That was really PvP cool, yeah. style, yeah. Uh, because it was so different. At it, was. The time. it was. It was unique. unique. It was uh, at the seek. time, it was. Uh, I think it was Call of Duty Four was like the uh, the no. Modern Warfare Two was the big game at the time kind of give you an idea of where we were in the world so there was a lot there was uh there it was unique at the time and i really really like that calm pvp it was like strategy slow paced pvp patience it took patience it's not like total war at all but in a way it is with the patience level you needed sure. to win at the in the multiplayer but sure. i would have to say uh, odyssey be, just because of the nonchalant attitude that the main character had throughout the entirety of the game of murdering and people. and how no one cared murdering and, people and you could play the game however you wanted to play it and it was extremely fun and enjoyable i liked the skill tree i liked how uh, you had uh, you could weaken different states to make it easier to to conquer and everything yeah i think odyssey Probably because it's he's that guy is my favorite character, and right. and no one cared about death in that game, right? Like yeah. everybody was like, ah, he killed him. No, you killed that guy. Uh, he probably deserved it. You <laughs> straight fairness, up murdered him. In fairness, death was super normal <laughs> in those people. times. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> well, I mean, and even the even the tough guys, you could just climb up to a roof and then Fuzro dog kick them off, <laughs> boom, and just destroy anybody. I think that game was just fun and i yeah. think when they made that game fun was the the forefront of the game it wasn't anything else it wasn't anything else and and honestly or assassin's creed the storyline at the beginning uh one two and i think three was when the storyline was in its prime after that it kind of went downhill a little yeah bit. after the Ezio trilogy finished yeah. it was kind of you know um and and i think in odyssey they realized that the previous ones they are kind of beating that storyline to a you know the like formula a yeah. yeah but in odyssey you could skip all the interim interim parts of the story yeah which was really nice because then you could just play great you, question yeah. toxic thank you very much for writing in let's take one last question here we'll take it from sticks remix he says do you think the open world formula for gaming has gotten stale imagine that ubisoft hires the x1 bros to spice up open world style games like assassin's creed huh or far cry what is the one thing you change or new element mechanic you add to breathe new life into it so first question we'll, we'll let's break this down into do you think the open world formula for gaming has gotten stale i will answer and i will say yes and i don't think stale is actually the right word for it 
Because I think if you had not played an open world game ever and you jumped into whatever the latest open world game is, Cyberpunk, let's say, or or, or Rocks, uh, Red Dead Redemption, or any 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 game that's open world, Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, you would love it because they're at their mechanics are fantastic. They're at the best they've ever been. So I wouldn't call them stale. I would call them overwhelming. Hmm. And I think that gaming, open world games have become work. And I, and you have to dedicate. With, so with a linear game, I can sit down and I can play for one hour. I can play for 30 minutes and I can s- progress in that one hour or 30 minutes or however much time I have pretty decently or at least I'm given the feeling that I progress. In an open world game, that does not exist. In an open world game, you have to dedicate five hour chunks in order to progress in the world. And that's exhaustive. And I think that that, yeah. is, that is a current issue. It's great if you have five hours. It's great if you're a kid and a teenager. But for adults now, like I don't have five hour chunks to even start to get into a game. And then if I don't do it that way and I don't remember what's happening and I got to go back and then I jump in and I only have an hour to jump in. It's like, well, I'm not even, it's not even worth playing. I don't have enough time to play it. I'm going to play something else. Yeah. Well, I think even, even in chat, B-Boy Will makes a good point. I stopped playing Valhalla because it felt like a job. Same with me. But what's interesting is I think it's the game you play. So I don't I don't really know the answer to the question. Are they stale? Uh, yes and no at the same time, because I think it's dip- Depends on the game you're playing. Valhalla felt like a job because they kept introducing all these collectibles I needed to get. On the flip side, Elden Ring, one of the best open world games I've ever played, did they have collectibles and stuff that could go off on the beaten path? Yes, but I think the way they presented it to me was much more effective and much better. Spicy. Uh, I think the reason this question even exists (laughs) is is because we haven't had a Grand Theft Auto in 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna the, and, or a Skyrim. Yeah, I mean Rockstar. I'm waiting for Grand Theft Auto Six. Every time they come out with a Grand Theft Auto, it's it changes everything. So that's why you, everything feels stale is because Rockstar hasn't produced their most recent iteration of Grand Theft Auto. You could say, well, they did Red Dead, but I would say Red Dead's a very different game. It it is. Yeah, it is. But even then, did that open world feel stale to you? So so Rockstar does open worlds the best mm. or they they're one of the ones that do it the best. And while it's not stale, I th- I think my analysis that it's work is accurate to Red Dead. It is it is overwhelming. Like yes, that's a benefit and yes, that's like this immersive aspect to it. But at the same time, you need to balance immersion and that desire to be in the world for so long with an ability as well to be able to jump in for 20 minutes and and have an effect in the world and experience it. And so many games don't do Valhalla's one. Valhalla, I could not jump in for... I mean, hell, it took me five hours to get through the tutorial. I could not jump That's in. That's why you were so mad at I, I could not just... I could not you just... Were, you were seeing me and Jordan have fun and you were stuck in Iceland or wherever yeah. you were. <laughs> and I could just not not do it and so many games have done that where they just give your they're giving you so much that you can't you can't play the game you actually can't they they say that you can play the game however you want well you actually can't like you it's impossible in my opinion to get into some of these major well, then, open world games without dedicating large chunks of and time then to going them. back to what uh, uh b-boy said with it feeling like a job to get in elder scrolls or Elder Scrolls, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, to get all the endings, you have to 100% a lot of stuff, which 
gives you that feeling of this is a job. It's tedious. It's bothersome. Yeah, it's, you know what I mean? But see, that's why I go back. Elden Ring. I think it's the way it's presented. There was a lot of stuff you could do in that open world, but the way it was presented to you is here you go. Here's the open world. You don't know what's out there and we're not going to tell you. And that's a game. I, I think this, that's a game where I think you could jump in for 20 minutes, feel like you've progressed. Wait, what game? Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, not feel overwhelmed with the world. because... And I think it's because of how they present it's things because, to you. And it's not just how they present, but their ethos of the game is it takes... You you learn something new in order to beat this bad guy. So they, they basically have a linear model thrown overlaid on top of an open world. Well, and there was stuff we were discovering, like... I didn't know until like what two or three weeks in that you didn't have to fight that first boss. I just go to the right. Yeah, apparently there's a path right, right there. I think to beat the game, you only need to beat two bosses. Yeah, like you can, you can, you can. Let's not do the speed runs that are like eight seconds where they're like bouncing through walls. But like, you could speed run the game very quickly because the game's not forcing you to play a certain way. With the exception of you do have to fight one or two bosses that unlock, you know. Even Red Dead Redemption 2 that I really enjoy has this starter zone, essentially, where they're setting up the story that is very overwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. you want to get out and explore the world. I would argue the difference between Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Redemption 1, which I do think Red Dead Redemption 1 is overall a better game, despite even though I consider Red Dead Redemption 2 the greatest open world created. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 1, if you remember back, just throws you straight into the game, straight into this world that you can basically go off in any direction. Same as Skyrim does that. Skyrim yeah. doesn't waste time trapping you. Elden, Even Elden Ring. Elden Ring has that short cave that you go through. and well, then you can you, choose to skip that. Yeah, and once you're out, you're out, and, and then you're in the world. They're not... They're not... They're not roadblocking you with tasks that require... I don't know. It's it's I don't know I don't know because I don't know the des- how these worlds are designed. All I know is how I feel when I play them, and how I feel when I play them is anxious, yeah, and overwhelmed. You remember how enjoyable your life was when you played Grand Theft Auto Five? Yeah, yeah, and it's you're not overwhelmed in that game because you can. I don't know. I just think Rockstar with their Grand Theft Autos just they set the standard for what. Open world should be every well, time they come out with one. Well, and you notice all the games we're talking about tend to be Ubisoft games. I just, I think they're, I think the they're ones form- that, are, that ones that are making us like anxious. Yeah, I think their formula, I would argue, is stale. For example, I played Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla. It started to feel like a job for me, right? So I was like, ah, I'm going to get out of here. But I wanted to play Phoenix Rising. Another Ubisoft game. Yeah. It looked cool. It looked fun. I liked the setting. I liked the art style. Yeah. I jump in. Within two hours, I felt the exact same way because it's the exact same systems just painted onto something else. That's a very good point. Uh, when when you think about this, you think about a Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, you're getting a game every year or every other year in those series. Then think of a true great open world game like a Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, a world-class top tier like a grand theft auto or a skyrim it's a decade that it takes to develop that open world game and so i, I think there's a little bit i think i think you're right jordan i yeah. think maybe it's well, Ubisoft's I, I had version to, of open worlds I, Here, here's another example zelda's open world it yeah it, it, it was great it's yeah. great 
And look, how, and that that game was under development for quite a while. And it's not it's not a series that is releasing every year. So maybe we're maybe we're not burnt out of open world games, or they've not gone stale or overwhelming or whatever adjective you want to insert there. Maybe it's that a yearly release or a bi yearly release of an open world game. Well, and then has gotten stale. and then multiple games in the same year because I think we got Phoenix. I think we had Assassin's Creed towards the end of the year, and then that following year we got Phoenix and and Far Cry. Anyway, I think I I was I it was a while back. I believe I was talking to Ronan in our Discord, and and I told him my dilemma, and I think it was him that said he's got to pace his Ubisoft games, you know, or, or you got to you can't play them all away, and that's I think that's what happened to me because I just. It's interesting. Uh, T bucks in chat says Far Cry is definitely repetitive, but you can do so much stupid stuff. It's fun the whole time. Far Cry is the better. So Far Cry is the is the sandbox version of their other games, their, their, their <laughs> open world games. Yeah, where you would just blow shit up yeah. for fun. It's the Expendables. Yeah. It's the Expendables, but it's still repetitive. I'll be, I'll be real with that one. Yeah. That one still yeah. gets. That one's. I mean. They have like four mission types. Yeah. Yeah. One throughout the 150 hours you play that game. The game makes you feel, I'm going to pair it to Elden Ring again. When playing Assassin's Creed or Phoenix Rising or even Far Cry, the game makes you feel that you have to do all of this stuff around the map to make a difference in the linear gameplay, in the, in the storyline to get, you know, to be more powerful. I get, let's just say more powerful. Elden ring doesn't do that to me. I don't feel like in Elden ring. I have to go down to, to Kaled to get more powerful. I feel like I want to go down there cause I want to explore, you, you know? So I, great question. Yeah. Sticks remix. Thank you very much for writing it. <laughs> just come writing off. Yeah. No, I was done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great question. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you very much for writing. I think that's a, that's a good question. An interesting one for sure that actually does us for today's show everybody uh thank you very much for tuning in and hanging out we'll be back next week and enjoy yourself have a good weekend minecraft server is minecraft there. server again over on discord we've got forums over on discord discord is hot and happening and i gotta choose between minecraft and multiverse now i'm, I'm, multiverse. I'm definitely downloading that i tonight. know jordan was like yeah, hey was, i want to challenge you in this game come play me and i was like yeah that looks <laughs> super super but it fun. looks good. good have a good week everybody we'll see you next time <laughs>